What's up, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to our very first episode of Cannabis in Conversation. Um, Those of you who don't know, Cannabis in Conversation is our podcast where we discuss current world events, U.S. events, uh, mind-boggling what-the-fuck news, and some major sports, all while enjoying some of the top-notch, finest California flower. I am Travis, and you are? I am Teresa. And we are just two military vets who enjoy cannabis and just shooting the shit. Um, Without further ado, we'll get right into our first episode. Um, Today's flower is provided courtesy of Smokestacks. Shout out to Smokestacks uh, for hooking us up with this amazing smelling strawberry tangy um, that's listed at 23% THC. Um, It's a hybrid. Without further ado, go ahead. Let's light that up, Teresa. Smells good. Mm-hmm. Smells good. All right. First topic. <laughs> Takes by surprise for some. Let's get into this one. This comes courtesy of NPR.org. Um, and I know you'll have a good time talking about this. This is in relation to uh, Edward Gallagher, um, the U.S. Navy SEAL, who prosecutors say fired um, indiscriminately into Iraqi crowds. They say he shot an elderly man carting a water jug in Mosul, as well as a girl walking along a riverbank there, um, is what the AP reported. They also say Gallagher fatally stabbed an injured teenage teenage Islamic State prisoner while another U.S. medic was working to save his life. Hmm. Huh. What do you have to say about it? I mean, there's more to the article. Let me... I actually get into a little bit more of the charge sheet and everything before we start talking about that. I think that went out, by the way. Oh. <laughs> um, but according to the charge sheet, Gallagher is accused of committing premeditated murder against the wounded team by stabbing him in the neck and body with a knife at a November preliminary hearing. You know, prosecutors elaborated after the Iraqis called in an airstrike in a building, they captured a wounded ISIS fighter who was about 15 years old. Naval Criminal Investigative Service Special Agent Joe Warpinski told the court, according to the military trade publication, Task and Purpose, the Iraqis turned the fighter over to the Navy SEALs and medics began treating him for shrapnel in his left leg and difficulty breathing. While one SEAL medic, check this out, one SEAL medic was treating the team Navy investigators say Edward Gallagher walked up without saying a fucking word, took a handmade knife and stabbed the team several times in the head and neck and told and the medic told the military investigators, um, according to the New York Times afterward, Gallagher even posed next to the body after he did all of this. Come on. Give me some answers. I mean, tell me he how even, according to this site, performed his reenlistment ceremony next to the body. Yes. Um, as far as Navy SEALs being violent, uh, that's no surprise. Like they're they're trained to be violent. They're paid to be violent killers. Right. It doesn't really come as a shock. This had been going on. We saw pictures of this happening at Abu Ghraib. Right. Um, it's not it's not a surprise. What is surprising though is honestly that NCIS is prosecuting him for it. That's true. Now, even in the midst of all of this, 
for a long term, let's say a longer term solution. Should we as let's say we as like military, we're talking about the U.S. military. Should we revisit our rules of engagement or do you think that's just more of a um, he's just a sicko man? (laughs) Everybody likes to say it's a sicko isolated event, but listen, somebody doesn't one time stab a 15 year old in the neck and head with a homemade shank. Right. That's not an isolated problem. That's a it's a culture problem. Yeah. You know, I think maybe even we've just been in Iraq for so long. We've been fighting these people for so long. We see them all as our enemies. Doesn't matter if it's a 15-year-old um wounded ISIS collaborator or a 15-year-old girl walking by the side of the river. Yeah. They're all our enemies. I think that you know, and it mentions it in the article. We're giving them the propaganda to hate that to hate the military. Yeah, yeah, I did see that they were speaking on. You know, everybody, every country that thinks um, those crazy foul things of Americans, like this, kind of feeds into it. You it know what I mean? Absolutely does. Um, I would be interested to see what the outcome of his court martial is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's being charged with war crimes. Yeah, and it's actually um, we are recording. Um, and his actual court martial was in San Diego today, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, this is something we'll keep an eye on. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I just want to add that he really shouldn't be the only one court martialed. Um, they said that it was his. I totally agree. His other um, there was, service members. There was other who people reported that- him to. These people even went to the point to sabotage his rifle so that his aim would be off because he was just shooting people. Yes. If you have to do that, you are weakening our defense, number one. Absolutely. Right? But you and I also know how the military works. When you do kind of relay things to certain people. Absolutely. You can't report. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you put yourself, you're looked at. And you and I have been in these situations as veterans, right? Absolutely. Myself as a war veteran. Um, you're over there, let's say, to so to speak, fight the quote-unquote enemy, right? If you see your brother that you're over here in arms with who has to watch your back, you have to watch each other's back, and you see him doing some... You know, uh, malicious, psychotic. Yeah, like psychotic. What it is. Yeah, malicious shit. You blow the whistle on it. He's not watching your back anymore. He's not watching fact, your back. In fact, you're the next victim you're of the to- friendly fire. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, absolutely. So, so, how do we make it easier, I guess, to report? How do we make, what, another PowerPoint briefing on mental illness? Another <laughs> mandatory God knows training we sat day? Through shit that doesn't them. help. I think it's we've been at war entirely too long. I think we've been at war entirely too long, and the sick fucks who do things like this don't get punished enough. That's sick. And, well, I, and I, I've had experiences um, with other service members where they are bragging about confirmed kills. Yeah. Well, you remember I was in the war zone um, several years. I, you hear the stories all the time. Like, you hear them 
more frequent than in the none. Um, yeah, I think something needs to be done about it. Um, I think we just we've desensitized ourselves to the horrors of war. Yeah, we've desensitized our culture to the loss of life. Yeah, and um, and I think it's just time to kind of pull out. I totally agree. Um, how's that strawberry tangy smoking? And I'm I'm getting high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go on to our next article um which i don't know it shouldn't bring surprise to many also it looks like it looks like we're like in a new regime um <laughs> worldwide like it's not just um not just here in our in our united states but for those of you who don't know this next article was uh coming um, via the earther.gizmodo.com um, this is talking about Brazil's new president um, making moves to kick the indigenous people off of their land. And this was just hours after him taking office. Not So that um, was his first order. Oh, of yeah, 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 yeah. He was already on this shit. Like this Almost is like, yeah, this is this thing. So I'm going to read a little bit of this article um, and it just goes in and says, I'm going to pass this back to you. Um, the war against Brazil's indigenous people has begun. Um, Far-right Brazilian president, um, I don't want to butcher his name, Jair Bolsonaro, um, wasted no time. His first two days in office signed a decree Wednesday that hands over power to designate indigenous lands to the Ministry of Agriculture. Hmm. <laughs> Who had power before, does it say? Um, those, the indigenous people own that. That's their oh, land. The, you know what yeah, I mean? That's a- been... Yeah, it that's says here he dismantled the um, the Bureau of Indigenous Indigenous Affairs. So, so they have no. The first two days of this man in office, he came in and straight dismantled um, the organization that controls um, the indigenous people. Um, mm-hmm. He dismantled the whole the whole thing and turned over power to the Ministry of Agriculture. <laughs> So it goes on further. Let me finish this article. It goes on to say, and this um, came from Al Jazeera um, Network. Um, Minister Teresa Cristina was lobbied on behalf of the industry before, um, is in charge, or is now saying the critics worry that more than 100 uncontacted tribes that call the Amazon home will lose the little protection that they have under her eyes. So they pretty much... Because she works for the Ministry of um, Agriculture. Yeah, so... Um, those people are out. Um, they're also. It also goes on to say, and I don't know much about Bolsonaro, um, President Bolsonaro. Maybe I should probably look into him a little bit more. But I guess he ran his um, campaign on a racist, homophobic platform. So this really came no surprise as to the people of Brazil why he would um, be doing such. Things of that sort. Um, we'll keep it kind of brief on this one. Like, what do you? How do you feel about um, those indigenous people that are now about to, you know? Well, how do you feel about the indigenous people in our land that you know <laughs> and lost lost their representation? They're, yeah, fucked. they're fucked. They're fucked. Yeah. In a word, fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I read of the article, it was saying that the president. And the new Minister of Agriculture want to expand the Amazon um, for industry, right. obviously. Right. But, but you, <laughs> sorry to cut you off. And I'm sure they do, because you have to think about with those indigenous people comes a lot of untouched, unscathed land. 
you know, protected, protected. It, exactly. So because it's the people who are it's protected. The Absolutely. Um, the Amazon is the what second longest river in the world. Um, um, but the Amazon provides like a third of the world's oxygen supply, you know, with the trees. It's with got the tree, like, absolutely. So Some I of the most lush vegetation in the world. Listen, I understand about um, we have imaginary lines to create borders to say this is Brazil and this is America and this is my wall and, you know, and this is my forest. Right. But when they cut down all the trees... To build, you know, the next Trump Tower in Rio. <laughs> right. Because, let's face it, Bolsonaro <laughs> sounds a lot like 45. 45 himself, um, right. What are we supposed to do about, you know what I mean? Like, that's now my plan. Like, what am I supposed to do for fresh air? What am I supposed to do um, for my home? Like, it right. bleeds over. It affects all of us. Uh, that's how I feel. But like you said, it seems like the world by and large is under yeah. a new regime. Yeah. And it's, it's to fucking kill us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piece by piece. In some some kind of way, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of killing us all, this is a little crazy because Teresa, let me give you a little insight on this. Teresa always gives me a hard time because I am from Florida. <laughs> so Whenever the news starts off as Florida, man, we always know it's about to be some crazy shit. I want to uh, give a little shout out. There's actually a movie called Florida, man. <laughs> Look it up. Watch it. It's worth yeah, an hour and a half. You've been telling me to watch. I haven't watched it yet. Funny. Well, you just came back from Florida. You watched it. You've seen it. Yeah, I see it live in person <laughs> all the time. I grew up in that shit. Anyway, um, this is coming from allthatsinteresting.com. This article... Um, Jorge Porto Sierra planned to burn and kill sex offenders. And apparently this took place like back in May of 2018, but they just did like some updates like a couple months ago. And I thought this was kind of interesting. Like of all the Florida man news, <laughs> I, I hear this shit is like, this is crazy. After reading this, I learned I may be a Florida man. <laughs> But I'll let the people judge for themselves what the position yeah. is on, on our latest Florida man, Jorge. Uh, let's get into it. So Jorge Porto Sierra, who had planned to barbecue all the child molesters and kill them, is now in jail. Police say that the 50-year-old Porto Sierra was trying to kill sex offenders and set them on fire hmm. at the Friendly Village Inn and Motel Inn in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, and also, excuse me. Osceola County detective, so I'm, I'm, I'm from Duval, y'all. Don't forgive me for um, butchering that. Detective said the man admitted his plan and he has now been charged with four counts of attempted premeditated murder. According to the police report, a man was standing outside his room where Porto Sierra jumped out of his car and be began screaming at the individual. Terrified, the man ran back into his room. Oh, I got to hit the block before I say this. prompting Porto Sierra to break one motel's window and pour gasoline inside. So, wait a minute. Yeah. This man, this Florida man, Florida man, sits outside yeah, we're of not a even hotel. Gonna, we're not even going to call him Porto Sierra. We're just going to call him Florida. Florida man. man sits outside of a hotel. Right. In Kissimmee, Florida. Right. Sees another man out there, the victim. Right. Runs up to him screaming, you're a child molester, I'm going to kill you. And this scared man runs into his room. 
And then Florida man breaks the window and pours gasoline. Starts pouring straight gas. I'm following. I'm a little high, so you got to. Oh, yeah. Right, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm glad you stopped and broke that down. So he pours gasoline inside. Then, and I quote, he yells, you're going to die, child molester. I'm coming in. <laughs> Unquote. Man. Meanwhile, the man and his roommate escape through the back window. They hauled ass through the back window. <laughs> He's in there pouring gas, screaming like on some barbarian shit. Did he torch it? Um, let's get into it. In addition, Florida man allegedly attacked two other individuals inside a car in the hotel parking lot. I don't know what the fuck is going on at this. What is this old friendly village in? But Florida man is not fucking feeling it. So he attacked two other individuals inside a car in the hotel parking lot by pouring gas into the car. Oh, he poured (laughs) gas in their car too? Motherfucker is fucking sick. He poured gas into the car through an open window when the driver attempted to flee. A Florida man got into his black Ford Focus and started ramming their car. So he's playing go karts. Come on. Why? They're child molesters, apparently. He had enough of that shit. He wasn't feeling it. The deputies then arrived on the scene where they say Florida man surrendered right away. Oh, they caught him ramming old boy's car. Waving his Miranda rights, Florida man confessed and told the authorities. Yeah, I did it. He's the fucking gangster. He told the authorities they raped the kids, they're child molesters, they're child molesters that all live here and they all deserve to die. Well, fuck. He is fucking gangster. I mean, do they live there? Apparently so. I think they were all it like... says it in the article. So, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, go ahead and read that. Osceola County is known for being a sex offender haven. And it isn't restricted in the range of schools, playgrounds, and churches. So sex offenders could live wherever the hell they want across the street from the school in Osceola, Osceola County. Boy, well, you could take my name off the list and take my three fucking, fucking kids' kid. names off the list. Florida, man. Shout out to Mr. Burgess. Yeah, Listen to him, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. So, well, shit. Listen, wait a minute. And there's a history of registered sex offenders living at the Friendly Village Inn and Motel. Uh, yeah, yeah, enough with, <laughs> WESH2 News reported that at least two of the four victims were in fact convicted. So they, it was the victims and their homies, or the quote unquote victims, the sex offenders, and their homies were in there. Wow. Well, anyway, he's... when the police asked why he didn't follow through with the plan, Florida man responded, Because you got here too soon. <laughs> Travis. I don't see that anything gang- wrong with what he did. That is gangster. I might oh. be a Florida man. I might look. Listen, now I got I got daughters. Mm-hmm. We got y'all da- living in this motel. We got daughters. This is barbecue tonight. Facts. Like I'm I'm over it. Facts. Hey, we don't know. Like one of the victims you know may else? have been like, related yeah, to. Yeah, you, you never know. know. Yeah, it's been, it's you been never know. Up. You never know. And maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe I am, but we, like you said, we have daughters. But, we, and not only that, I'm just about sick and tired of, um, of shit happening and not, and not being, you know, nothing being done about done. it. I'm sorry. I'm happy. Absolutely. No, it's absolutely. like, I, as a parent, it's my job to avenge my children. <coughs> Fucking right. If that's the mentality of Florida, man. 
can sign me up. Maybe you should. I don't think he did anything wrong. Maybe, Maybe you should hit him thing. up and put some money on his books or hey, something. Hey, go fund me. <laughs> Florida man, just in general, Florida man. Florida man needs, need help. All right, so let's get into some more crazy shit. Um, this is coming from one of our favorites, foxnews.com. Oh, wow. Always reliable. <laughs> Slow golf clap. <laughs> Phoenix woman. Let's get off of Florida. Now we in Phoenix. Phoenix woman sent date guy that she met online 159,000 text messages threatened to turn his kidneys into sushi. Um, let's get into why she he felt this way. I mean, let's see why. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, hell? I don't let's see what's going on. So, according to the police documents obtained by the Arizona Republic. Jacqueline Adess um, allegedly sent the man Phoenix woman. Yeah, this is called her Phoenix woman. I hate using people's government names. Like you got enough shit going on. I'm, I'll spare you. <laughs> after, <we laughs> yeah, after I, I talk, mean, shit. Look, who's this coming from? Anchor. Yeah. Blame Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Anchor. Thank you for being such a great platform. Um. Anyway, she had originally been accused of sending him more than sixty-five thousand text messages. But the number was reportedly more than double that. Um, the rest records listed the woman as showing signs of mental illness. Um, of course, if you fucking text somebody like that. Um, anyway, she met um, Clearly crazy. a Paradise Valley man um, through an app, a dating site, excuse me, called Luxie. It's for millionaires. Um, so she met this millionaire who just so happens to be like... Um, a CEO of like a skin or hair product company. Um, she met him through the Luxie app. They went on one date. One date. Dang. Okay. One date. Um, and after that, the CEO was like, I'm not feeling her. You know, he smart man. He got millions for yeah, a reason. He saw so something in her, yeah, man. he sensed that something wasn't right in her. Um, he was like, nah, I'm not feeling you. So Mr. CEO of this company ended up calling the police in July of 2017 when he discovered that Phoenix woman was outside his home um, sending him threatening texts um, stating that... Hanging out outside of his house texting him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Saying she... You want to read that? Yeah, you're high as hell, aren't you? Oh, a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she started sending him texts saying she would wear his face. Oh, I see why you had trouble reading it. They're yeah. quoting the text and the bitch cannot spell. She can't spell. <laughs> I don't want to get the Phoenix woman's level. She might she me She stated down. and quote, I'd wear your face in it at the top of a first skull and I'd wear your hands and feet, according to the Arizona Republic. Wait a minute. Oh, indicating that she was going to skin this nigga and, and wear, wear him, him as, um, I guess, uh, fur. Wow. Where his hair is a fur skull. Mm. I'd make sushi out of your kidneys and chopsticks out of your hand bones. Another text read, damn, she's kind of scary. After one date? I mean, did he take her down? I don't know if he's <laughs> but... <laughs> that could that could change, but damn, like <laughs> yeah, that's still extreme. Like, come on. Okay, <laughs> that's extreme. In another text, she said she wanted to wash herself in his blood. 
according to Fox 10. Oh, what I would do with your blood. I'd want to bathe in it. One text read, she would have been blocked. But then she's outside of his house. Yeah, so if you block her. He must have hit it. She knew where he lived. He had to. But if he's a millionaire, that probably is not hard to find. Yeah, that's true. And if she's crazy, it's probably not hard to find. Keep going on. Like, did she do some other shit? Like, actually break into his house? Let's see. The man called the police in April of 2018. After surveillance footage showed him home, showed his home, um, excuse me, I'm high too. Uh, After surveillance footage from his home showed AIDS taking a bath in his tub while he was away on his trip. So he came home from his trip and watched the surveillance video and saw her in their shower. In in his bathroom in his tub, yeah. Wow. Dang, that would be really like on some horror movie type of shit. Like she's gonna sh- pop up behind me. See that shit all the time. <laughs> she really might eat uh, my kidneys as sushi. Yeah, you see that all the Dang. time. She was released from custody. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, what I would do with your blood, I'd wanna bathe in it. The man, okay, so he saw her in this bathtub. Um, mm. So the police arrested her and they also discovered a large butcher knife in her vehicle. She she was later charged with first degree criminal trespassing of a residential structure. And then it goes on with to the next paragraph. She was released from custody. Why? I don't know. Maybe because she's a Caucasian woman. Oh, well, you already know that. But, Black girls don't do crazy shit like oh, this. Oh, I mean, every race. I ain't gonna just. The windows out oh, but yeah, car? but I'm not gonna just limit it to women. Like oh. that's you know, men, women, people do crazy shit. Okay. Um. So, but uh, I don't know. I'm just surprised that she was released. Like, did she make bail? I mean, was there insufficient evidence? Anyway, I don't know. Um, maybe that's why he didn't block her, build his case. Like I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around all of this shit. Like, so she broke into the house. Well, wait, she sends him hundreds, of me- thousands of texts. Oh yeah, the message. We even we forgot about, about the I'm messages. gonna eat you and shit, oh, and wear shit. your face. And then she, he seen her so, outside the house sending messages, and then he saw video of her taking a bath. So go on to further read the article. I think they also well, she say was about, released from custody, but. Yeah, she was released from custody, but she had to go back to court, right? And I think she skipped but all of But failed to appear in court. Yeah, yeah. She reportedly showed up at the man's job in Scottsdale, Arizona in May Sheesh. and said she was his wife, but she was escorted from the building by officers. Sheesh. She was arrested, thank God, at her apartment complex. On How many the- times does she have to get arrested and let go? Well, go maybe, ahead. I don't know. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She was arrested at her apartment complex on May 8th after failing to appear to multiple court hearings. She wasn't arrested again for being psycho. Anyway, <clears throat> during interrogation, Phoenix woman claimed she would never hurt the man, saying, something came over me when sending the threatening text. When asked if she believed the texts were normal, she said she didn't. No, I don't think anything I say is normal. I understand now. For... <laughs> This is what she told the police. She said she understood that the man did not want to be with her despite her thousands of texts. It's okay. That's how he feels. She said somebody else should love him. He has so much to love. He's so cute. I can't believe I scared him. Florida, not Florida, God, excuse me. Phoenix 
woman is currently being held at Maricopa County Jail with no bond. She has pleaded not guilty to charges of stalking and criminal trespassing. Her trial is slated to begin in February next month. This is something I would follow. That's some real WTF news. (laughs) Like, how do you even... This is... Okay. Um. Dang, yeah. Well, I'll let you. Millionaire. Uh, I'll let you keep up. To I'll let you keep up with that one. Can we talk about something a little bit? Um. Yeah. Let's talk about something a little bit more. <laughs> Since we're high, let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit something. Um. THC related. Let's do that. Always my favorite topic. All right. So this comes courtesy of MaryJane.com. That's M-E-R-R-Y Jane. Com. You can also even get their app. They have um, their apps on the app stores for your smartphones and devices. Anyway, um, Teresa, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because I know you did a little bit more um, homework on this. You were following this one close. This is about Oregon and all the Mary Jane that they grew um, last <laughs> year that no one is smoking. Um, they came up with a plan um, to try to figure this out, but I'm going to let you get into that. I'll let you All elaborate. Right. So this one, uh, like Travis said, comes from MaryJane.com. Um, the article was published today, actually, January 4th, 2019. It's kind of weird to see that, actually, in print. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, um, straight up. Happy yeah, New Year, New Ambitions. Let's do it. Oregon grew over a million pounds of weed last year that no one is smoking. Oregon is starting off the new year with quite the stash of cannabis. The Beaver State is... (laughs) No pun. (laughs) Is chilling on at least 1.3. I'm more of a Ducks fan. I guess. Oregon Ducks. Yeah, Yeah. they're cool. All right. Um, the, The Beaver State is chilling on at least one... 0.3 0.3 million pounds of unsold pot, or approximately 1.1 billion half gram joints. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of weed. They just, what are they? Get this should there. come as no surprise. The state's cannabis industry has been expanding since recreational legalization went into effect in 2014. And the expansion has led to massive overproduction especially since Oregonians are consuming less than 375,000 pounds a year. Some estimates have even stated that Oregon only consumed half of that at 166,000. So wait, wait. Are they not smoking weed in Oregon? No, no, no. Wait, I'm going to let's try to wrap around these numbers. So Oregon, they're saying they consumed how many pounds? 166,000 pounds and they grew they still have over a million. They are smoking weed. That's just a lot of, Teresa, 166,000 yeah. pounds. They grew. In Oregon. Well, no, that's what, that. yeah. That's what they, they grew consumed. more than that, but that's what they consumed. That's a lot of weed. That is. And you got to think mean, about, I'm sure, the I don't know. Maybe I'm Oregon. just a pothead, but <laughs> if I was swimming in this shit, I'd be smoking it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah. what are they going to do with it? Let's find out. Yeah. Let's see. So last uh, last, da, 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 where are we at? Um, so, but to the bane of government officials, cultivators have been selling their product off on the black market. 
which an analyst estimating that around a third of the state's legally grown is a wheat, legally grown wheat is being sold illegally. So a third of their legally grown wheat is being sold on the black market. It yeah. comes with the territory. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So last February, Oregon's U.S. District Attorney Billy Williams said that if the industry was unable to nix the oversupply issue, the feds were going to step in and start making Uh-oh. crackdowns. The little boys. <laughs> so they're going to start cracking down if they couldn't control control or figure that. out a way to not be sitting on all that, that weed. Which their crackdowns probably would have been considered as what? Like, they're going to burn it? I mean, uh, some, it, what, do you, what else do you do with it? <laughs> it's weed. Of course you burn it. No. <laughs> and no. smoke it. Like no, but I mean, just like, no, I'm saying, like, go to the growers' fields and burn it. burn or, down the field, yeah, like, on like, some narco shit. Yeah, I don't know. I would hope not. Let's see. I think it says later in the article what they want to do with it. Um, so, a few months later, state regulators passed new rules to increase oversight of growers, cultivators, and processors throughout the state. But as the new data from Oregon depicts, the updated regulations haven't fixed the issue of the excess weed. Again, there's 1.3 million pounds just sitting there. Wow. All right, so now get into the part where they talk about the actual fixing. Where yeah, that's, yeah, that's the next paragraph, actually. Into, yeah. Now, a group of lawmakers and cannabis industry insiders are looking to address the supply issue with a potentially groundbreaking move. They've proposed a new bill that would allow the extra marijuana to be exported to other states with legalization. That makes sense. Like, just send it. Don't waste all that. Such as neighboring states, Washington and Your brothers and sisters in other states could use that weed. Don't waste all that weed. (laughs) And it, the two states north and south of it, Washington and California. Absolutely. If passed, this would be the first domestic export bill of its kind and a milestone that bucks the feds, seeing how the federal regulations prevent intrastate cannabis sales. So the feds would like to not see this happen. Absolutely. But they've already proposed the bill within states. Like, we have rights within states. Listen, we're already in the midst of a government shutdown. Right? Don't make it worse with the (laughs) weed. Let these people enjoy the weed. It's just sitting there. Come on, man. And then you know what else? They talk so much shit about the West Coast hippie states. Like, we got the best ideas. Blah, blah, blah. Send the weed (laughs) to neighboring Washington and California. Until you you others figure it out. (laughs) If passed, this would be the first domestic export bill of its kind. Like I said, a milestone that bucks the Fed. Hmm. So there are plenty of markets that would be thrilled to have world-class cannabis. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Travis uh, and Teresa. <laughs> yeah, give some to cannabis, conversation, uh, cannabis and conversation for all our followers. I'm sure they love it, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I guess that wraps it up um, for us, and uh, everything comes to a close. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Our first episode, just one of many more to go. Um, Peace and love until next time. God bless.